Hello and welcome to the Bober Academy Football Podcast, where we discuss all things football, focusing primarily on linemen. My name is Chris Bober, and this podcast is brought to you by the Bober Academy, where our mission is to train and develop superior linemen to dominate on the gridiron. You can subscribe to the Bober Academy Football Podcast by clicking the subscribe button wherever you find your podcast, and you'll receive reminders and weekly updates throughout the season. If you're watching this on YouTube, click the little subscribe button and also the bell so you'll be notified every time we drop a new video. And we are four weeks into the 2021 high school football season. And in an effort to highlight superior line play, we'll be featuring a lineman of the week as nominated by their coach. So to highlight week four, we are joined by head coach Dan Fiker, the newly head coach, Dan Fiker of the Elkhorn High School Antlers, to talk about the Antlers 23-21 victory over the Blair Bears. We're also joined by All-State O-line D lineman. Aiden Betts, who coach nominated as their lineman of the week. So, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it to have some antlers on here, man. Absolutely. Glad to be here, Chris. Glad, yep, glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, Coach, let me let me start out with you. Um, you know, so Coach Warman was on the sidelines for 41 years, right? Most of my life, longer than any of you guys have probably been alive together. Um <laughs> What has it been like taking over for coach? I know you've been around a while. I know you're an antler. I know you're all that. But um, how's it been so far being, being in the headset, holding the clipboard, all the shots? Yeah, it's been good. Um, you know, I, I feel like I was fortunate enough to, to get to play for Coach Wartman and get a coach with him for five years. Um, and I just tried to absorb every ounce of that guy that I can. Um, you know, he's a great coach and a great person. Um, and it's different. You know, it's like I, I'm the one now that's, calling the shots and making the practice plans and, and, and helping run the meetings. And, um, and it feels really natural. It, it just felt like a nice natural transition from when coach told us he was retiring to me deciding I was going to put in for it to get in the job. It's just been a pretty seamless transition. Yeah. And I remember um, when Austin, of course, my son, Austin graduated last year, you guys know it, but for those that are listening, um, he was a senior on, on the state championship last year and he gets a text that says, Hey, listen, we got a team meeting. And it's in the spring and they're all seniors, you know, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, we know what's happening now. So it was definitely big news. Um, I know I talked to Bacchus and he was surprised. So big surprise all around, but it just probably felt right for coach at that time. Um, Aiden, we're joined by Aiden Betts here too, um, a junior offensive line and defensive lineman. Tell me what's been different with Coach Fiker. Um, I was just to say the biggest difference was he's high energy. You know, he's out there clapping all the time. And I played some freshman basketball season. He was just like that. So I knew when I came out for football this year, he's going to be high energy. And, you know, he's up in you and he's going to tell how it is. And he's going to yell. He's going to have fun. So, I mean, it's cool, though. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And I see the players are really, really taken to you, right? Um, start off the season, right? You have a great start to the season, right? You go down to Norris and come out with a big victory. Uh, take care of Ron Colley. Go to Waverly and went down there by just one point. And then last week he come up with a big victory at home against Blair. What's it been like, Coach, starting out 4-0? Yeah, you know, we're at a point in our season, Chris, where uh, looking back, we're right where we want to be. Um, you know, we've we found a way to win some close games here. And um, and I'm really just proud of the way our kids fight for four quarters. Um, you know, one of my kind of little mottos has been, you know, we play four quarters of football and, and we don't give up. And and there was a couple times in that Blair game on, you know, Thursday where it was kind of like, man, it, it feels like we could give up right about now, but the, the kids kept fighting. Um, and I told them, I'm never going to quit on you guys. And, 
And just like Waverly, you know, it was one play and, and Hank busts a long run and now we're right back in the game. So they, they fight really hard and Betsy's a big part of that, you know, playing almost every down on both sides of football. You know, old, old Hanky Kroger, man, they giving you two huge, I mean, two 80 plus yard runs to win games. That's yeah. awesome. Um, what about, what, what about you, Aiden? What's, what's it been like this year? You know, you guys have found a way to win close games. What's the feeling in the locker room? What, what's, how are the guys doing? I mean, I feel like during the close games, we know in the back of our mind that we can win these games. You know, it just comes down to if we can execute it. And I feel like everyone in the huddle knows that, hey, we, we can win this if we just play it right, we can win. And, you know, like at half times at games, we still know that, you know, we're in a great spot every single game that we could come out and beat them. And, you know, even when times in Waverly and Blair, it looked like we might lose, you know, we knew that we were going to go down, score. And, of course, Hank – does what he does. So, I mean, I feel like we always know what we're ready for. Yeah, definitely a mark of a great team that finds a way to win, even when the, the odds are stacked against them. So, uh, Coach, tell me this. Um, Wardman was a creature of habit, right? And he did the same thing for so long. Now, he definitely you know kept up with the times and did stuff like that. But one of the things that he did is he always had a slogan every year, right? And I think you're, you're kind of carrying that tradition. What's a slogan for this year? Yeah, so this year, uh, the kind of the quote that I picked was day by day. Um, and I kind of asked myself after I I knew I got the job and I was starting to get ready for you know the weight room and, and the season. And, um, you know, what what do I want our motto to be? And, and it kind of I asked myself, well, what's my motto for this year? You know, being a first year head coach and and through the transition, it was just I'm going to take it day by day. You know, I, I don't want to look too far ahead. Um, I'm going to figure out what do I got to get done today? What do we got to get done today in the weight room? You know, what do we got to get done today at practice? Um, and we're just going to take it day by day and game by game. And um, and I think that's just a great way to look at life. You know, it can get overwhelming when you look at all the stuff out ahead of you. Um, and so when you just focus on the here and now and, and getting better today, uh, that's kind of what we've been looking at this year. I love it. I just got done reading Phil Jackson's book, 11 Rings. And in that book, he talked about being in the present. Too many times we trip over the things that are in the, in behind us in the past, and and so often we are looking so far ahead we, we can't see where we're going. Um, Aiden, tell me about coach's coach's slogan day by day and how he's handling, you know, coaching you guys day by day. How, how have you guys taken that slogan and used it, you know, between the players? Um, I think it's been good. I think it piece people like Fikert said in the present, you know. So every practice matters, you know. We don't just skip over a practice because oh we're ready for the game. It's every practice matters. So we're always ready for each practice, every play in each practice. It's like each play matters. It's not just, okay, let's wait till the game day, you know? I, I, lo I love that too, because um, high school football is such a privilege, right? And almost everyone will play out their days in high school and never play again. So those days of putting a helmet on, and even though like I got to play a long time after that, I still would give anything to put a helmet on and go out and put and play high school football again. So I love the slogan. I think it's perfect for you guys. Um, all right, let's get to the Blair game, right? And so I'm at the game, my daughter's on the dance still, and I, you know, I go to a lot of games. I'm, I'm definitely an antler supporter. Um, I, that was an exciting game, right? I'm watching this game and it felt like, you know, just watching it there in person, it, it felt almost like, almost like you're kind of sluggish, right? And I, I, that's an observation from the stands. Um, then I went back and watched the film, and you guys actually had a really good game. Some of the things didn't go your way, right? Um, you got a couple of fumbles, you know, um, muffed punt, and you had a fumble coming out of the second half. You had a, a big play brought back by penalty. 
Uh, we gave up a long kickoff return, and it seemed like everything was going Blair's way. Coach, what was the message to your guys at halftime? I mean, I felt like that was a tale of two halves. What, how, how was it in the locker room at halftime? Yeah, it's one of those things I – you know, like Aiden said, I like to be high energy and passionate and I get after him on the practice field. And um, I'm not really one to be a big halftime yeller, rah, rah guy. I feel like, you know, we kind of always know, like Aiden said, that we've got we've got business to take care of. We play four quarters. And that was one of those I I could kind of feel that, you know, Blair had the momentum a little bit um, and and credit to those guys and Coach Sukup. They they played really, really well. They played good football. You know, we turned it over and and turnovers are the great equalizer. Um, and and kind of along with you, Chris, I looking back at the film, it's like, man, we we actually played decent. We moved the ball, we we out yarded them by a ton, but it's just one of those things that turnovers are the, you know, they can make games close. Um, so I think halftime is really just you're trying to get us focused in on, hey, we're in a seven-six game again. You know, this is right. Hey, we've been here all year. We play, we play four quarters, we got two more quarters to play. Um, and, and I really was thinking, hey, we're gonna come out of halftime. We're getting the football. We're going to drive down and score and kind of take control of this thing again. And then, you know, a couple of plays in, we fumble and, and Blair gets it and they go score. So it's just, I mean, hey, it was back and forth. But but again, credit to our kids for not getting down, um, even though when it just feels like the life is sucked out of the stadium, you know, when Blair does something, we we still found a way to go put a, put a couple of drives together and get in the end zone. And um, yeah, it was a battle. It was back and forth. Yeah, you know, so I'm looking at the statistics here. You guys have so many, so many more like rushing yards, right? You guys had, you know, I'm looking at the stats here: 280 rushing yards for mm -hmm. 6.8 per carry, and they only had two yards a carry, only 57 yards. So you guys were definitely getting it done in so many areas. Um, just it just goes to show you the mistakes, you know, a turnover, mm -hmm. uh, penalties, some things like that. Th those do do affect the game. Um, Aiden. What was coach like at halftime, right? I'm always telling you he's high energy, but did he come in and throw a Gatorade jug or, or how was it? What's the feeling at halftime? No, it was, um, he was actually pretty chill. He was just kind of trying to make the, make our technique better, you know, fix a little few things. But I mean, at halftime, we kind of knew that, you know, it was going to be a dog fight because Blair came in, they had a good game plan. Actually, they were ready. And I mean, this was their big game, you know, to spoil our homecoming. And I mean, we knew that it wasn't going to be a blowout like like some people thought it was. So I thought we just had to like calm down and say, okay, this is going to be a tough game. We got to push through this one. And, and coach, so tell me, what what changed in the second half? I mean, I know they played yeah. a little harder. Um, it seems to me like you, you started, you just you stuck with the run. You believed in that, and then you threw mm -hmm. in a couple of big plays. What was your game plan coming out of halftime that you think worked so well? Yeah, you know, I, I think Chris, we we're always making, like Aiden said, slight adjustments. You know, it's one of those things that if you go in at halftime and you're drawing up new plays, you've lost. So it was, I think we talked about tweaking a couple of our blocking schemes a little bit. Um, and, and it was one of those things too, you kind of just, it wasn't like anything wasn't, you know, there weren't plays that weren't working in the first half. It's just, we didn't have the ball a whole lot. You know, we went on a 17 play drive and scored drained the whole quarter you know um we we had the ball twice in the first half and this is something that's crazy coach Backus is always tracking this stuff you know and we have the ball twice i think blair had the ball three times and it's like it's halftime you know it was, a, it was a quick half so we come out in the second half and it's you know a, a slight adjustment here and there but but like you said chris we commit to run the football and i i tell these kids you know if, if we can consistently run the football and stop the run we're going to have success. You know, in high school football, it's really what it boils down to. You know, so a lot of teams can sling it and and we've played some teams that can sling it and, and we're giving up 
200 passing yards a game or something. And, but what I look to every game is how much should we rush for? What do we hold the opponent to, you know, and then obviously the, hopefully the wins and losses kind of take care of themselves. Yeah. It seems like they were kind of sending guys and they were kind of guessing right sometimes. Right. Yep. You know, I'm watching you guys run your rip and you have some play action off it. You have the inside trap, you have the handoff, and then you have the, the pitch outside of it. Yep. And a couple of times they just guess, right. They said yeah. more guys that you had there. So you, not a lot you can do about that, except for kind of get up and know that at some point they're going to guess wrong. Yep. I feel like that kind of happened. Um, then you got a quarterback like Connor hunt, um, just a different, brand of quarterback right it's so funny you guys got skilled players you guys lost so many really really good players last year then you come out connor comes out of nowhere he can do this mm-hmm. little flip pass on the side um you got your running back room is super deep especially if you can get guys back healthy mm-hmm. um it, it's just awesome to see what you guys are doing um aiden tell me about you know on the offensive side wh- when did you think in that game you kind of knew that you were going to win that game well i mean i think we knew it but i think we knew when after that 17-play drive, we knew, hey, we could go down score and rip anytime we wanted, you know, a long drive. And I just felt like we knew that if we ran the ball and rip, we were going to be fine. We just got to control the game and not make any more mistakes. And that's what happened. And it came down to that, you know, it came down to us getting the ball up by two. And we went rip and we got that first down. And everyone knew it that we were going to get it because – that's what we do in RIP. We get first down. So mm-hmm. Nice. And I'm going to stick with you, Aiden, here for one second because um, it seems like this year you had so many guys that left, right? Big, 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 like, skill players, all-state receivers. Your quarterback had been there a couple of years. But you guys come out and start doing not the same kind of thing, but the same kind of production. Tell me about those, those guys you're blocking for. They seem to be a pretty special group. Yeah, you know – Losing those guys hurt, but, I mean, they taught us a lot from last year. So I feel like the guys this year really stepped up and learned what they learned last year. You know, like I give someone like Tanner Howe, he really stepped up. You know, it's hard to fill in for Gannon Gregor, but, I mean, he, he's doing it. You know, he's blocking really good. And the whole, whole offensive line, you know, I feel like everyone stepped up across the board. Even DJ from last year, even though he played, we've all stepped up. And I feel like it's going to be fun. I mean, yeah, we lost every, a lot of people, but, like, I feel like we're getting better and better and we could be really good. Yeah. I mean, there's guys like, like Dane Peterson's turned into a football player this year. Holy mm-hmm. cow, man. Yeah. Just, he looks like Christo out there. I mean, and defense, I mean, he's always been a big athletic kid, but uh, you put him a tight end and rip and he blocks, you put him on, yeah. on defense and he makes huge plays. Um, so let's, let's turn it over a little bit to like the lineman. I mean, I'm a lineman, man. That's what we're talking about. Coach. Okay, going to this year, you bring back a couple couple of studs, right, with Betsy and with DJ. But on offense, you lost your interior, your guards mm-hmm. and your center. And then on defense, you lost your exterior. Same guys, a lot of them. Um, tell me about your O&D line. How, how have they stepped up this year? Because you got had new guys that haven't – I mean, they, they played some because Warman like to rotate guys. But it seems like they're pretty solid all, all across. It didn't seem like much of a drop-off. Yeah. You know, one of the things, Chris, that I kind of looked to right away when I got the job was, you know, what's our depth chart look like? Who do we have back? I had a pretty good idea, obviously, being on staff for the past five years. But, you know, one of the comments uh, I I remember Coach Wortman said to the kids when he's retiring is, hey, I'm not retiring because I don't think we're going to be good. You know, I'm I'm retiring because the time is right. You know, he looks at the team and he told me, he's like, Dan, you've got a good good depth at offensive and defensive lines. And and when we started putting names on the board, I mean, we are too deep at a lot of positions that, you know, both those guys would play a lot of places, you know? And so it's one of those things I, I 
tell everybody, I told people coming into the season, I really think our strength is in our offensive and defensive lines. And I think when you look at, you know, some of the stats from our first four weeks and, and the battles in the trenches we've had with these teams, um, you know, I think that's been the difference between us and, and Norris, who likes to spread it and sling it. And they got a good quarterback. It's just, you know, when the time came to it, we could get in our double tight rip and go get three and four yards of carry. And and that that's Elkhorn football. You know, like Aiden said, when we can when we can get in rip and get first downs, that's when it feels really good. Um, and and so I I foresee us to continue to be a power team and to continue to, to continue to lean on guys like Betsy here down the stretch. And I love the evolution of your offense because I saw it for the last four years. You know, if, I think it was Austin's junior year. You guys were in shotgun yep. every single play. Yep. And it was the first time Elkhorn had ever got shotgun in like 39 years. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, we, it'd be nice to get under center once in a while. And then last yep. year, like the first formation in, in the scrimmage was under center. And I looked at the other dads and we're like, uh oh, we're mm-hmm. going to be pretty darn good because you can do both. So yep. it's great to be versatile. It's great to be able to do that, but you definitely know what you lean on there. Um, Betsy, tell me about the new guys up front. I know they're, they're doing a good job, but um, I, I mean, DJ gets talked about enough, you know, well, if he has a shirt on, it's a win for the day, but, um, <laughs> but tell me about the other guys, how they stepped up and give me some insight in those guys. Well, the new guys have been, you know, Jackson, Carl, Ben Reynolds, and Jackson and Eddie have been three big ones. They really stepped up in the weight room this summer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they came all summer to our, like, conditioning and our plays. And, you know, they came to the spot and, like, yep, we're going to play guard. Ben's going to say play center. We knew we were going to play. We just repped it out, and they've become really good. And, you know, I really, uh, you know, like them because they step it up and they know – what to do and they're not just like oh no it's my first year of varsity football i'm scared they're actually they're ready to hit and they want to play really bad so yeah and i've seen you know guys like you step up even dj was voted a captain um he needs a little little help with his haircut but um <laughs> you know they're out there playing hard they're doing good um that that's awesome man coach um all right you're starting off four now the ideal scenario because obviously you got wins um but you got you still got pretty tough schedule coming out you know Ralston and Mount Michael are not the toughest ones but then you got Bennington you got North who's improved and you got Scott mm-hmm. what's your game plan going forward I mean I know you're taking it day by day yeah. but but tell me about how you want to finish this season and what you see you guys doing for the rest of the season yeah you know Chris we're in a really good spot we're 4-0 um, and I kind of you know Betsy can speak to this but my message the last couple of days has been maybe a little more critical than other places might be when you're 4-0. I, I, it's one of those things, it's like we're we're where we want to be, but we're not to the end goal yet. You know, So it's a process, it's a journey, we're taking it day by day, but I really see it, Chris, as you know, how, how good can we get in practice this week you know, for Ralston? And, and with, in the back of our mind, we're all thinking, you know, well, we're getting better for Ralston, but we're getting better for Mount Michael and, and Bennington and, and those games down the road. So you know, I, I've kind of told the kids, I felt like this week was critical in terms of we really need to get better. You know, we got to, we got to take a step up. I, I want to play really well on Friday night at Ralston. And and I think Chris, if we can get some momentum going this week and get and carry that into next week against Mount Michael, you know, then we get to, yeah, Bennington, number one team, really, really good. You know, and, and I think it's going to be a great dog fight. We get to play them at our place this year. Right. Um, and then Elkhorn North, you know, I, Hey, I don't care how many wins those guys got. They're a good team. They're coached by Stanley. He's a great coach. They're going to be ready for us. And then we get to finish with Scud at home. So, no, I'm excited for the end of our season. And um, I really think our goal has been to get better this week. Let's get some momentum going into Ralston and and Mount Michael and and into Bennington. 
Yeah, and I feel like with what you guys are doing, you said get better day by day. I, I just really like the, the theory of like getting better for your teammates, right? You know, get better. You know, if you don't, if you can take this day off because it's just Ralston, then you're letting your your buddies down. So I, I love that message, and I, and I think it really really resonates. But um, you know, we'll finish up with you, Aiden. So I mean, obviously you had a you've had a you've been a starter since you've been a freshman, which is really cool. Um, playing offense, playing defense. I've seen you've been, been visiting some schools, which is cool. Um, tell me about how that's going. How's you, I know you're, you're looking to go to the next level. Um, how's your experience been as far as recruiting goes? Uh, it's been pretty cool. You know, I went up to Wyoming this last week. That was really awesome. And, you I know, Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, Wyoming's cool. It was really cool. I got to meet the defensive line coach. We had a great conversation. You know, it was really cool. And, you know, I got some visits coming up that, ended next Saturday. So, I mean, I'm going to use that. But, I mean, overall, high school is still my number one. So, I mean, I don't want to try to get all my visits done by the playoffs because I know when the playoffs hit, that's it's just you got to be focused on football. So, I'm just trying to get all that done by playoffs. That's my goal. So, but it's been really fun and an honor, honestly. Yeah, and, and for those of you who don't know this, Aiden was a state qualifier in the shot put and the discus last year. So I know that might be something you look to do at the next level too. So um, all those great accomplishments, I think are going to give you some great opportunities. But um, all right, guys, I, I really appreciate you. I'm, I'm a huge Antler fan, and it is so great to see the Antler. I mean, when, when your kid leaves, you think, oh, you know, but you guys are in it's such, such great hands. You know, it, it, you're right, Coach. It did. I think the community kind of felt like, oh, well, they had such a great year. They had so many seniors, so he took off while they could. And that's not the case. Like, I, I totally believe it. You, it. The Antlers are in great hands. you got great kids, great coaches, and you got a huge community behind you. Um, I know I'm one of them, and we're huge fans of you guys. So I just want to really appreciate um, – just say thank you. I really appreciate you guys coming out. I'll be out there rooting for you, and um, I'll be pumping you guys up. So thanks for coming on the show, and we're going to spread this word out there. We'll hopefully get a bunch of people at all your games, and I hope we're watching playoff football at Elkhorn High here all season long. So thanks for coming on, guys. We'll see you guys out there. Have a great season. Stay healthy, and um, we'll be rooting for the Antlers. Awesome. See you, Chris. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me.